bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the actual number. I have been remiss when I have to go back. Talking text line. 414-799-1017. 414-702 said agreed. Have them take a pay cut. That's everybody. But we have a contract. So the only people that be taking a pay cut are the people who don't have a contract. Or you furlough everybody. Everybody takes a furlough day. I don't know. Sir Chom said, I agree with Al. Let it fail. Anthony said all the talk about budgeting and who's responsible for this and that. Where's all this money coming from that's paying all these free phones and five years free internet tablets and coming from? Those are all private businesses. Those are all private businesses and nonprofits that are doing those types of things. So none of that money comes from any of that. Number two, much of the money that's spent has to go where the budget says it goes. Otherwise, it's misappropriation and you get in trouble. Now, misappropriation is not a negative thing. Like, you don't necessarily have to get in trouble with misappropriation if you correct it and call it a day and all that. So there, there are a lot of ways around it. We just haven't taken the time. And, and I see G is hanging on, so I want to get to G. Um, Dr. Ken Sino said, I would vote No. District 2 because of the attachment of the bill. Oh, that, and I'm assuming you mean all the stuff that came along with it that's an absolute pain and that you really don't want to, you know, bother with it. Fire and police 
after a certain year is not paying in the pension, which is causing the issue as well. Huh? What do you mean police and fire not paying into commission? That, that's not true. I paid into the pension from the day I started when I decided to the day I left. And the, the, the Act 10 piece ran out. And so police are now paying, I think, up to 7%, 5%, something like that, into the pension. So all the initial stuff that, that um, Governor Walker did, all that sunsetted, and now people pay into their pension. So that's one. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. G from Milwaukee, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. Uh, good afternoon, Doctor Ken. Uh, that that sunset, probably it didn't happen for the other uh, city departments. Um, as far as Act Ten, Act Ten is still in effect for. You know, the other departments like uh, uh, streets, sewers, you know, sanitation, all those other departments. So no, no, no. That's, that's maybe, not what maybe. I'm saying. I'm saying the, the sunset from not having to pay into your pension sunset for fire oh, and police. See. And now they actually pay into it. Thanks for that. Oh, I saw, I, did, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought uh, police and fire were, were exempt from paying into the pension. So that's a uh, that was only for so a certain amount. I, I, didn't, yep. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I'm kind of I'm really, really torn. But I would at this time, I would say vote no. Okay. And my reasons is um, I I think liberals get a bad a bad rap a lot of times. I think I think a lot of our problems has has, you know, because of the who's running the state right now with, with the share revenue. When we're talking about 14 to 15 years of, of cuts to share revenue, that, that has led, you know, to... Share, share revenue hasn't uh, been cut. Uh, it just hasn't been increased. But there were no cuts no, in share revenue. Re- no, it was not. Yes, yes, it was. It was not. Share revenue Share revenue was cut, Dr. Ken. It was not. As far as money, as far as money that was given out to municipalities, mainly the city of Milwaukee, it was cut. Uh, Walker started that in, in 2010 with cuts to education, that's uh, not shared money being okay. given to the city. All right. Share, well, share. Okay. So like I said, I'm torn between that. Um, and, and, and the reason why is because of all the stipulations that were uh, put in as far as what the city can do with the money. Uh, like, like I, I, as far as them, uh, you know, like I said, not, not passing it. And, and, and then we, we need police. We need fire. We really, we really need police officers. We probably need more police officers. But um, the the thing is, I, I, the, the stipulations that the state has put in because it's not going to stop there. So when you got to come back again, what other stipulations are they going to put in put into as far as uh, uh, giving the money and giving the money to the city and, and uh, letting the city handle their affairs? They've taken a lot of control of, of the city now. So uh, years down the road. What's going to happen then? They're going to come with something. And, and, and those are the people that don't like taxes, but then they're putting a tax on the city, city of Milwaukee. And, but, but they don't like taxes. Okay? Well, they're not so putting they're, a they're tax on the city of Milwaukee. Milwaukee. The city asked for it. The, the city asked for tax to be able to have the ability to tax. They asked for that. Okay, but they then they want – they but at first they're – the state wanted it to be a vote 
by the by the citizens, and I guess the which it should have been. Uh, the, yeah, it should have been. I think so too. But the uh, the mayor because uh, he probably know that it wasn't going to pass. Right. He so he want to take, so take, take that chance, right? So you're going to jack the city because you right. know that they won't pass it, but yet you say that you support what your constituents say. And then when it comes time to doing what your constituents say, you pretend like they're not talking and you take the power that they have right? and you use yeah. it for yourself. That's unconscionable. Yeah, but, like I, like, but that's right. yeah, Like I said, Dr. Kid, the, but, they, but see, the state is doing this now. Like you said, if the city goes bankrupt, then the state take, takes over. Then you, did you, uh, am I correcting what you said? Like the state would take over then? As far as I believe, but I need to dive in to see yeah. exactly what would happen when right. the city and but the like, state goes bankrupt. So so the next time you, you when it comes around, you know, you and I will be a, a whole lot older. I'm not, you're a little bit older, a couple of years older than me. But the next time that it comes around, then the state's going to come. They're going to come for more because it never stops there. Just like with, with voting rights and, and uh, abortion rights and all that, it doesn't stop with just one thing. They just, they just keep coming. They want more. They want to grab more control, more control, more control. So you just had you had, you had a no win situation. So that's, that's just my opinion. So uh, I appreciate you taking my call. Thanks. I appreciate it, G. Take care. All right, you too. Take care. Hmm. <clears throat> he made some valid points. But who put us in this position in the first place? Who set us up to lose? And so going back, he was correct that back in 1314, Scott Walker did cut shared revenue or wanted to cut shared revenue. And yet when I read the story, it said what he did is he cut revenue he cut the ability for school, some school, to, and that was just part of it that I read. I, I need to go through it more. He cut the ability for them to raise more taxes. So if you want to say that's a cut in shared revenue, okay. 833-212-1017 is the number. Talk and text. We got calls from Marty. We got stuff going on all over the place. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. 
I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. That's a long one. I'm going to try to read it before I get to Marty. Hi, Dr. Ken. This is from 414852. I'm still hearing, I'm still waiting to hear whether someone in Wisconsin counsels anyone. I don't know what that means. Anywhere will ever discuss the tax taken from taxpayers uh, that was used by Robin Voss paying Gableman for his role in finding voting fraud, huh? Which these dollars can go back into the police and fire pension funds. Different ones, and that's the state. The city of Milwaukee has their own fund. Um, on the tax issue, also in my life, there I have filed for bankruptcy twice, not to mention doesn't work for discharging student loan debt. I've been able to survive. So if the state falls into bankruptcy, the city will survive. What are your thoughts? Well, the state wouldn't file bankruptcy. The city would. If the state files bankruptcy, the city will be fine. If the city files bankruptcy, the state will be fine. So if both file bankruptcy, I'm moving to Nebraska. I'm just no, I'm just kidding. I'm not moving to Nebraska. Um, C note says do 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 increasing police and fire members have never decreased the crime and safety in any US city. Yes, it has. It definitely has. It's when businesses come it's when business come is when crime and safety goes mm, issue is attracting business without selling all public assets. Mm, I'm going to have to argue with you about that one a little later. C note, I tend to disagree, but you make some valid points. Marty from Milwaukee, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. Hey, good afternoon, Dr. Ken. How are you? Hey, very good, thank you. Hey, I just wanted, uh, I heard a caller earlier. I heard Jennifer talk, and uh, I think she had some really excellent questions. Uh, she was talking about the money, mm-hmm. and I, I at the end of the day, I think at the, when we look at this big picture, I think it's prudent to follow the money. This is all about money. This is a, The pension fund has $5.6 billion in it. It's with a B. And Jennifer asked the perfect question. Why isn't there enough money in the pension fund? You have to ask the question, what happened? The fund once was 130% funded. And now it is down to 80% funded. And, and so why is that? Said that so Mayor, why is Mayor that? Barrett and a previous comptroller, Morix, did not put money in when they had uh, plenty of money to put in. Correct. And you are absolutely correct. That's part of the problem. Yep. You also have to ask the question, doctor, that uh, what's going on with the city? The, the city's bond rating was once the, one of the two or three highest in the country. Correct. It is now hovering just above junk status. Because they didn't pay what their pension obligations. Money? They didn't pay their obligations. Uh, that, uh, you're, I agree with you. That's part of it. Uh, but it's more than that, Dr. Ken, if I may. What happened uh, in March of 2020, from March 1st until April 15th, the pension fund lost $1 billion cash. Okay. $1 billion. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, the pension board has gone into closed session with regard to this loss in money. This is now we're on three years of not reporting to the pension board members what happened with the one billion dollars. Correct. And if you if you try to ask the, I asked my alderman Murphy. He told me to go to the executive director. 
the executive director told me to go read the Wall Street Journal. Then I went to the, now recently I went to the comptroller and asked her about, and we should talk about the comptroller, but I asked the comptroller, the city's accountant, right, the person that is required by the city charter to sit on the pension board to watch the money for the people. She is required to do that by fiduciary duty. Correct. I asked her what happened to that $1 billion. She told me to go ask the executive director, the guy that told me to go read the Wall Street Journal. She would not answer the question. So that's $1 billion. That's, that's, that's a big question mark to me. Well, those are, uh, one, those are, those are people that we need to get removed from office. And so if they've been appointed, somebody needs to go to the mayor and say, they need to go or you need to go. And, and that's how you well, get she's that elected, done. doctor. You know that. Well, then they, they need to get her unelected. Number two, yeah, but th- number, num- number two, the pension fund, if I'm not mistaken, there should be an, a, a way for people who are pensioners to be able to get into the system and see what it is invested in. But we also need doctor, to look I, at who I is. Doctor, I went to the committee meetings. Hang on. We need to also look and see who is actually handling the pension for us. What company do we. Thank you. Because what happens is until you see the contract that they have and how they're paying them, we're losing money when we should not be losing money. Thank you. The market has been. That was another point, if I may. Right. Go, Go ahead. Yep. Uh, right to that point, Dr. Ken, does anybody, do any of the 15 members of the Common Council that are going to vote tomorrow, do any members of, uh, uh, of the public know how much we are spending on consultants for this pension fund that is going into the toilet? How much are we spending per year? Right. You'd be astonished. The fees, the fees it's are ridiculous. Going on ninety million dollars a year. Correct. Correct. And there's no 90, reason for none that. None of whatsoever. that money goes to a diversified uh, group, as far as I can tell. You would do better putting it in the S and P five hundred, and and I'm not giving financial advice. We do better well, putting and, it in the Fortune five hundred. If, if the if the city needs eighty million to next year, uh, I just told you about ninety million. Yep. That I agree with you. We could put it into a into a whole world fund, and it would be better off than the return we're getting from these guys. That's true. So very true. If if I may, if I may, I got one more. Uh, and the where we're talking about uh, diversity and equity and inclusion, that, that gets to be a little hypocritical after a while in this city. Why is that? Because uh, well, with regard to diversity, I'm thinking. Just what we said, uh, the consultants that we are using for a $90 million, uh tab every year, I would hope that there'd be some diversity amongst that group. I'm That's sure there me. isn't. Maybe even some people from Milwaukee. Wouldn't that be a, a novel idea? I'm sure there isn't. As far as equity goes, we've got a situation, Dr. Ken, where tomorrow the Common Council is going to vote on, a, on funding their pension. And just by chance, and no, very few people know this, you know it, but the Common Council gets a 56% better pension than a garbage man, than a snowplower, than a water department, than a, than a nurse, than a librarian, down the road, all the people that make this city run, mm-hmm. and we pay these aldermen more than the, the people doing the work. Do you th- I don't think that's uh, equity. 
Okay. And uh, I don't know. It it, it just uh, kind of rubs I you the I wrong way. Doesn't it? <laughs> I really appreciate the time. <laughs> but, uh, and, and, but the, the how about how about the disrespect of the people to have a community meeting tonight? <laughs> what are we going to do? Organize and create pamphlets and go door to door between now and 9 a.m. tomorrow. Right. This is a joke. It's disrespectful because I know I can tell you, and you know this, the Rotary Club knew about this. The GMC knew about this. The M7 knew about this. Mm-hmm. The comptrollers talked to different groups downtown. They're all aware of this. The police uh, union's aware of this. You haven't heard a word from them in, a, in the last month because this is exactly, they wrote this. This is exactly what the police union desires and the fire union. So, you know, this is an inside baseball game. We're getting taken to the cleaners. And our aldermen do not even know as much information as you and me and Jennifer talked about today. Kind of finding it hard to argue with you. I appreciate you, Marty. No, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. 833-212-1017 is the number. We're going to squeeze Aiden in before traffic and weather and sports. How's it going, Aiden? Hey, thank you. You're on the air. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, how y'all doing? Good. Um, good. So, I, I wanted to speak about the real issue um, with these taxes. Um, this is not just a local issue. This is actually a uh, nationwide issue, and uh, I haven't heard anyone speak about um, the transition that the United States government is going through with the, uh, the interest rate. Um, there's a thing called the LIBOR interest rate, which right. ended on, right. And um, the new sulfur rate has been introduced. Um, so they're trying to rebuild the whole uh, financial structure of the United States underneath the nose of the American people. Um, and all of the contracts that were under that LIBOR rate mm-hmm. are void. Um, and they're trying to manipulate the people and uh, reintroduce these new contracts under this uh, new uh, currency or interest rate. So I'm going to leave it with that. I'm not going to get too deep into it. If you have any questions, you can ask me, but that's what I wanted to put out for the public right now. All right. Thank you much. Appreciate you, Aiden. 833-212-1017 is the number. What he's talking about, LIBOR, is um, the the U.S. dollar LIBOR ended. And so let me let me really, really quick tell you exactly what LIBOR is. So in order for you to understand what it is, um, for 40 years, the London Interbank Offered Rate, known as LIBOR, is a benchmark for setting interest rates, right? So if you have an adjustable rate, if you have a mortgage, or if you have corporate debt, they kind of... They're, they're like that international piece, like the International Monetary Fund. They set the rate for that. Well, they want to get rid of it because they had scandals and crisis and all this stuff. So effective January of 2022, they quit using it. 
So it won't be used to issue new loans in the U.S. It's replaced by the secured overnight financing rate, which is more accurate in securing the benchmark rate. So quickly before we go, what people don't understand is that there's an overnight market that you can put your money into and then somebody uses your money and then they give it back to you the next day. So if you think that they're paying, I don't know, a quarter of a percent and you go, well, why would I buy? Why would I bother putting my money in the overnight market so the market opens up somewhere else on the other side of the world? I make money in it and then pay you back. Well, because I'm putting in a trillion dollars. I'm putting in five billion dollars. So a quarter percent on five billion is heck of a lot more than a quarter percent on five dollars. So the more you put in, the more you get back. Does that make sense? And that's how we keep the market moving and keep money all over the world. But we changed it because. Well, it was being manipulated by people with unscrupulous deals. And, and, and I would get into arbitrage, but then I would call somebody else in to explain arbitrage because it's a whole other thing. But, you know, you buy something low and then you sell it to somebody else for more money. So you take the American dollar and then you buy, for example, a – I don't even know if they still have Cougarans in South Africa. You buy something in South Africa that then buys something from India that buys something from, from Norway who then turns it to the Canadian dollar, then buys it here, and you usually end up with more money. That's called arbitrage. Kind of so simple. am I going to be broke or what? Depends. Sometimes you can do arbitrage and make a mint, and other times you get left holding your hat, as in begging for money because sometimes it doesn't work. That's a very, 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 very base level. That was not base level. Understanding of the fact that the financial markets, what he's talking about is how you make money and how they calculate how you get your loans. But it doesn't matter because our, 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 um, our bond rating is on its way to the toilet. So, oh, that's right. It won't matter because if we don't pass the 2% tax, then we'll be the ones holding our hat out. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. And so, bottom line to all this pension nonsense and money nonsense, and it comes down to this. If you vote no, and if the Common Council votes no, for every month they say no, we lose $16 million until it's all gone. Then we got to do a redo for next year. If we If we vote yes... That gives us some breathing room to come up with alternatives to figure out how to create revenue. In the meantime, we need to become self-sufficient. We need to step away from the state. And to be honest with you, if we're going to have to pay into shared revenue, then we need to find some alternatives so that that doesn't kill us. 
But at some point, the time to be congenial is not now. Being nice, being, oh, let me be nice and help you. No. Hardball. So, Ken, you said that we need to take some time Mm because this will give us more time to figure out a solution. Ken, this has not been a new problem. I've been around for 33 years. I've been hearing about shared revenue, and I've been hearing about this this money we don't have for the last 23 years of the 33. So this is not new. Correct. And who was the mayor? I rest my case. Who was the mayor? Norquist at first. And then? And Norquist did it. And the fire and police and the unions had to sue in order for him to put the money back in the pension. And then they did the same thing. Oh, well, the market's going great. Like when the market does great, it's, it's like being a teacher and you only get paid 10 months out the year. Well, I'm getting paid great in, you know, April, so everything will be okay. Not knowing that July and August is coming. So why they don't tell teachers we're just going to pay you year round? Like, for the life of me, I don't understand that. Oh, but we, that gives an opportunity to end their contracts. It gives an opportunity for them to make extra money during the summer and all that. And I get that. I, I think that's a great thing. But if you decide to, to, to not change it, the inevitable is going to happen, and now we're here. So we'll see tomorrow what exactly will occur, whether or not they will vote yes or no. And once they vote, their vote will be on the record. So you'll know who voted yes, who voted no, who abstained, who did all that. And when it happens and you're not happy with it, the election year is coming up. 833-212-010. I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. I should not laugh. All right, so here's the deal. I got a question, and and I asked someone the question, and they told me yes. And then I qualified it with information, and they didn't answer me back. So I got I to gotta figure this out. So here's my question. Are black parents and white parents different? That's all. Are they different? I think you have to put that particular story in context. I think you have to take a look at, you have to take a step back and look at exactly what happens when we say (laughs) our black parents and white parents. You know, I'm starting to get texts from people about the tax thing now on my personal phone. Like, you're wrong, kid. People are screaming at me. Right on, kid. I appreciate it. Um, Are black parents and white parents the same? That's my question. Here's why I ask. So the other day there was a story. And I believe that had this story been different, In other words, I'm making an assumption, which I freely admit, and then I'm going to make a statement. In Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, this is from WISN.com, Fond du Lac, 
Fire Rescue says a child had to be taken to a hospital via Flight for Life after falling into a bonfire and suffering burns on Saturday night. Fond du Lac police have confirmed the victim is a one-year-old boy, and officials said it happened along Vermont Street at around 10 p.m. The child was first taken to St. Agnes Hospital before being transported to a UW-Madison Hospital in a Flight for Life helicopter. Police say the boy is in critical and sta- but stable condition. So at that point, I figured everything's on the up and up, right? All things being equal. Does it matter if this was a little black boy or a little white boy? No. Parents should have been taking care of their kid. Kid fell into something, right? But the thing that struck me, and this is my bias, I admit it. The thing that struck me is at the end of the article, it said police said that the investigation is still open, but there doesn't appear to be any neglect or criminal activity involved. How are you not neglect when your one-year-old falls into a bonfire? What exactly were you doing? Where were you that a one-year-old baby falls into a bonfire? Now, granted, it's up in Fond du Lac County in the city of Fond du Lac, which means Odds are, and I could be wrong and I admit that, odds are the family is a white family. If this was a black family, would we be hearing that there doesn't appear to be any neglect or criminal involvement? How can you possibly say there's no neglect when you as a parent or guardian let a child one year old fall into a bonfire? Did the baby jump out your hands? Did the baby run into the fire? Did the baby trip and fall? You have control over the child. Or did a child have a control over the child? Was the child with a babysitter? Oh, it was an accident. Had that been a black family, they would have been figuring out a way to charge that family and make sure that they, right? Now, let's turn this around. The flip side says this. How exactly do you go after somebody who let their kid fall into a bonfire? Like, is there anything I can do to the parent to make them feel bad or charge them or get them in trouble? But in Milwaukee, these are the same people that complain that mothers and fathers are doing all this terrible job and all the issues all come down to parenting when the baby dies or when the baby gets hurt. They scream, you got to learn how to take care of your kids. Where's the screaming, y'all? There doesn't appear to be any neglect. Are you an idiot or what? What kind of investigating do you do? The threshold for neglect? Are you kidding? The fact that you let your child get burned and they're in critical condition? Yeah, you need to be talked to. It's not like kiddo flipped it themselves. How was a child loose enough and fluid enough at 10 o'clock in the evening as a one-year-old to get burned in a bonfire? It's a bonfire. Yes, there's alcohol at the bonfire. No, I don't know. I don't know if there's bonfire alcohol, but who knows? Maybe they poured the alcohol at a bonfire. I don't know. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Hey, Truth Nation, the award-winning 1017 The Truth is about to announce the inaugural Truth Family Fest, Saturday, August 12th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., Riverside University High School in Milwaukee. We're bringing the community together for a family festival that will have something for everybody. There'll be live music, spoken word, delicious food, healthcare resources, free giveaways, all that stuff. So mark your calendar for this excellent exciting event come out check out the food check out the fun check out the music check out everything at our inaugural truth family fest saturday august 12th 10 a.m 3 p.m riverside university high school yes i have to keep saying that because i got friends well i got some frat brothers that went to university riverside university high school and every time i say riverside high school they text me university i'm like okay so it's riverside university high school which is a Excellent school, by the way. Uh, The Truth Family Fest is sponsored by Ascension Wisconsin and Educators Credit Union. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. And um, I think it'll be great. So I'm going to do my top five and five because it's still still the five o'clock hour, right? So, okay. Well, five in the top five hour. Okay. Number five. Well, I don't know if you'll believe this. But out of all the things you're going to be paying, and I hadn't thought about this, but then the story came up on TMJ4. People who live in Milwaukee wouldn't be able to avoid the bigger sales tax by buying a car in the neighboring suburb or in Waukesha County, which has the lowest sales tax in the state. Milwaukee Common Council will vote Tuesday as to whether or not they'll get the sales tax, but two extra cents on each dollar may not be felt as much on small purchases. But if you get something big ticket... Well, those who live in Milwaukee wouldn't be able to shop elsewhere to avoid it. Replacing a bad car battery is was, was Gabriel Miller's first priority, but the next is to find something new. I, I'm actually in the process of buying two trucks. Well, bottom line is going to increase the overall cost of the vehicle. So if Milwaukee City leaders approve 2%, and the county follows with point four. a $17,000 car would come with an extra $404 in tax. A $43,000 car is an extra $1,041 for residents. So the, the moral of the story, don't buy a car. Number four. Three Milwaukee beaches, even though it's like 88 degrees outside, three Milwaukee beaches are closed. Department of Natural Resources is issuing a warning for three popular beaches in Milwaukee County. Elevated Bacteria Advisory, South Shore Beach in the city of Milwaukee. Doctors Park in Bayside, Atwater Park in Shorewood. Um, went into effect the 7th for South Shore Beach. Elevated levels of E. coli. Is that, isn't that all you really need to hear? If you want to view the warnings or come across, you can just Google Wisconsin DNR Beach Closers and Advisories, and that should get you the information. Number three. Well, if you had noticed... 
You should expect to see a lot of motorcycles this week. Harley is deep, 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 deep. Harley Davidson. They're deep in preparation for their 120th anniversary celebration, which begins with a huge music festival at Veterans Park. The one place I will not be anywhere near because there'll be a lot of construction underway in the lakefront ahead of uh, Harley and, and crowds and stages and tents and tens of thousands of people will attend Friday and Saturday with Green Day and Foo Fighters taking the stage. It's going to be a zoo. And guess what? That's going to be the one place you'll never find me. Number two. My man Hill Harper announced his plan to run for U.S. Senate in Michigan to fill the retiring Democratic Senator Debbie Stebenow's seat. Hill, who was known for his role in The Good Doctor and hosted HLN's um, headline news original primetime series, How It Really Happened, is running as a Democrat and will join a primary field that includes Michigan Representative Elisa Slotkin, who announced her candidacy in February and is seen as a top contender. Number one. Tulsa race, well, the race massacre survivors were denied reparations after state school chief downplayed the skin color in violence. And so they went to court and the court dismissed it with prejudice. And that means that they can never go back to that particular district court in Oklahoma to have their case heard, which means they can what? Elevate it. And so if you're wondering whether race played a part, they call it the race riot. And basically they had issues with it. And well, they denied justice to three remaining survivors of the white supremacist led terrorists that destroyed a thriving black business more than a hundred years ago. The oldest person, if not all of them who are the plaintiffs are all over a hundred years old. So this is their last kick. They can die next week. And they will never be made whole for the millions of dollars they lost. And I say, for one, as a blemish on America, that's a travesty. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next. I will see you on Wednesday. I'm taking tomorrow off and I'm going to go party at the beach because it's closed. I'll be the only one there. Stop lying. You're on assignment tomorrow. <laughs> Shh, I got work to do tomorrow. And um, Kyle, thank you much. Appreciate you. Take care. God bless. And I'll see you in 22 hours and a day.